0: Thank you for joining me on another episode of Life and Moto, where we not only discuss the basics and fundamentals of life, but also we dive into Moto and some of the fundamentals that go along with riding, safety, and etiquette. Where I hope today you'll either take something away or maybe get a reminder. So stay tuned for another great episode of Life and Moto. been a little bit absent between the new year the holidays I actually ended up getting a little sick a little under the weather made things a little bit harder to get up and make these podcast episodes and I apologize for that I've even kind of let social media slip away just in the sense of just not posting as much and I apologize and so what we're gonna do is we're gonna start the new year out with some just basics and everybody I hopefully had a safe wonderful new year's and hopefully everybody had you know a great resolution to start this year out with and just kind of hoping that everybody has great goals. And so with that, you're going to start seeing, you know, there's a huge rise in dirt bike sales over the last 2 to 4 years now, and it's kind of crazy, you know, you might be thinking like where's everybody going and what are some of the things that people are doing? And on today's episode, we're going to kind of like break down the different types of things you can do on your dirt bike whether everything from like supercross motocross and so forth and then just kind of give you a little information about it and <clears throat> dirt bike racing and dirt bikes in general for me as you've known if you follow through the podcast they're huge they're what helps me get through my day-to-day life as well as just find that little bit of pure enjoyment I even got to do a little bit of riding over the weekend right before I started to feel like garbage <laughs> So what we're going to do is kind of just go over a few things, um, you know, kind of give you a beginner's guide, I guess you could say, into dirt bike racing and some of the things you could be doing with it. Um, You know, they all look the same and to the untrained eye, they might all be the same, but bikes, you know they vary from model to model even in the same size as a 250 250 f 250 you know two stroke wr 250 and so forth so there's all kinds of different things so those are all going to play into different you know partakings of your what you're looking for when it comes to dirt bikes riding track and so forth so we're gonna get started we're gonna break down some different types of off-road racing so you can decide which discipline suits you and makes you like that could be what you're looking at so you have motocross and supercross plenty of folks already know about motocross which a lot of us already do and we also know that supercross is coming up as of like t-minus four days i think we got what thursday friday saturday oh three days we got three days and hopefully all of you have your supercross fantasy leagues picked just saying <laughs> um, The terrains can range from dry and sandy to wet and muddy. Races begin at a starting gate with all racers in the same class starting side by side with their engines running. Races consist of two sessions that are 12 to 30 minutes plus two laps in length and are called motos. The scores from each moto are combined to determine the overall winner. Between practice and both motos you you will end up with a on the track for a total of less than two hours. Now, supercross is similar to motocross, but the races are typically held within stadiums and arenas. We also have what's called arena cross, which is huge. I've actually, even a couple of people I know, did the arena cross when it came here. And I think both those people that I happen to know of got hurt, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it or try it. <clears throat> it makes it much easier with it being a supercross to be seen and heard because it's in a stadium. Supercross draws more fans than any other form of motorcycle racing in the United States. Compared to motocross, supercross courses are usually wound up tighter, bigger jumps, and shorter straights. Racers can sometimes jump to 35 feet in the air and cover 75 feet in distance. So, with that, we obviously all know those basics, so now we're going to jump into some other things, such as, like, hair scrambles, sometimes referred to as cross-country or hair scrambles, are raced on natural terrain over a course approximately 3 to 8 miles in length. They usually do not feature the intimidating high jumps of motocross or supercross, but generally include very tough terrain including rocks, roots, water crossings, mud, and some steep hills. <clears throat> Racers start on roads based on the class they are racing. Each road goes off in 30 second intervals, starting with the most advanced groups to reduce passing as much as possible. Since courses include narrow wood trails, dead engine starts are common, where your bike must be turned off and started only when the flagman raises the green flag. Racers will typically race between one and two hours, getting as many laps in as possible, as fast as they can. Racers with the most laps and shortest laps, uh, shortest elapsed time, wins. Now there's also the Grand National Cross Country, I won't go into that too much, but kind of the same idea, same sense, and we also have the Enduro, which is kind of like our desert racing that we have here, um, they're really cool, not so much seen out this way as much, but then we have, sorry, I'm reading everything I wrote down on my tablet today, um, so... With all of that, you know, there's different types of bikes, racing, starting by linking up with your local organizations that promote them. There are a ton of resources online to find regional and national race series. Some will require an AMA membership, which can typically be purchased at the event. Someone usually is there and usually a race official or even a club leader, whoever's putting the event on, will always be there for anybody that's new and needing to get help. Uh, Before you actually go there, though, one thing I will stress, and before you actually go to a race, be sure your bike is in good enough shape and that you've done everything maintenance-wise. You have a spare part, some fuel, water, and food. Just because most off-road racers, aside from motocross and supercross, you'll carry a hydration pack or a fanny pack. So that's something huge. Like, a lot of people go out there and they kind of think that, you know, they forget that. It's just something a lot of people I see forget. But one of the things I could say is please, please, please make sure that you actually go ahead and <clears throat> do that because it's huge. Uh, not having the right stuff can make all the difference. So let's see here. Uh, what are some other things I wrote? Just a sec here. Got to get it. Oh, man, oh, man. Got a good old technology takes a little bit to pull up everything I wrote. Um. <clears throat> um Gas and oil, have more than what you need so you don't come up short tools. These are some Bring your basics. So you got, bring tire irons, box wrenches, a socket set, a screwdriver set, pliers, an air pressure gauge, and a tire pump. That's huge. Uh, Parts and accessories bring an extra air filter and an extra brake lever and clutch lever. Keeping an extra chain on hand isn't a bad idea either, just because we never know, that stuff does happen. Uh, Each of those items are Fairly inexpensive but can sure enough ruin a day of riding if you don't have those and that just even goes for just going out and riding with your boys or riding with the friends and family uh, <clears throat> let's see uh, additional items before racing fuel your body f- with a healthy meal don't rely on a pack of crackers and a soda to get you around the track as much through the day eat well but not too much but maintain an energy level needed for either motocross events or supercross events and stay hydrated I can't stress that enough Um, so included I would say you know in your to-go riding bag I would say have bottled the water have some drinks uh, for some of you those are adult beverages for after which I totally get Uh, snacks bring along some like more fresh fruit protein bars um, granola bars like I'm a huge advocate like I I can't stress it enough like cliff bars for me are huge they've actually been like the key thing for me because they're quick you can just eat them on the go as well as you know like you're coming to the pits like when I'm doing desert I can grab one break it in half and just mow it down while I'm fueling so that's huge and then also like for me I always find that my sugar levels are usually really really low after a race so i always have like a bag of cookies either homemade or just like a store-bought brand of cookies just to have because it feels like while you're drinking that water after the race and you know after everything like just sitting there snacking on some cookies there's just nothing better (laughs) um a chair uh that's huge and a lot of people don't think about that because like right after a race your body's gonna want to like either just like Sit down shut down or just want to unwind and our bodies are gonna be sore. Having that chair is kind of huge Um, Just for especially if you're doing like motos like it's kind of nice You can come off the track you can sit in a nice comfortable chair and kind of just catch your breath and catch your You know your motivation again Um, So with that, I mean There's just like different things like I mean for yourself like I would always recommend to you know have a nice jersey maybe have an extra jersey just in case um have your nice set of gloves I always have two pairs sometimes three pairs just depending on um what kind of event I'm doing and how the conditions are because if it's super wet super muddy having that dry set of gloves to like try to put on real quick is so much better just because it gives you better control of your bike better grip of the bike and just kind of like nice to have goggles goggles are huge I am kind of like bad about it i think i'm like a woman with shoes but when it comes to goggles i have way too many but it's never a bad thing especially when i go to places like cycle gear and they have sales on them for like 15 bucks you get a pair of goggles like can't beat that um and they don't have to always be the best brand and like the best name they just have to work and keep your eyes safe and keep the dirt and grime out of them um so riding pants are huge in the sense of like i see it all the time guys go out just wear their jeans and their boots (laughs) there's a lot that i can just say um you know you can have issues with your buckles breaking all kinds of stuff like that um socks i'm a huge advocate for like knee-high socks but i also wear like a legging style material under because i wear a big knee brace and The socks don't always come up to my thighs, and that makes it a little bit harder, a little more uncomfortable. Sorry, as you can tell, I'm still not 100%. Um, But yeah, those are just some of the things that, you know, I just wanted to kind of cover, talk about real quick, kind of get us back into 2024 with a little bit more of the moto and, you know, podcast and just kind of going from there. I am going to continue to try to do one every day. Um, like I've said and tell otherwise but at this moment I'm just doing it day by day and I was apologize for being a little behind I just between the holidays and not feeling that great got a little tore up with the sense of not being able to and I apologize so anyways I hope everybody has an amazing year I'm looking forward to getting out there more I missed out on this last weekend's hair the dog because I wasn't feeling good And so forth. So let's all just kind of keep an eye out for those. Don't be afraid to DM me to let me know that there's an event coming up so I can either be there to help, you know, spread the word or help be there just for, you know, a body if somebody needs help out there. Um, Either way, don't be afraid to ever reach out. And yeah, thank you for joining me on another episode of Life and Moto. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Life and Moto where I hope you either learned something new or maybe took away something. Either way, I hope it was a great experience for you. And as always, keep two wheels down and never let life bring you down.